And say I don't even know if Chessex makes like hot pink D10s. They probably do. They do, but her her favorite color is purple. Hmm. Hmm. Lilac, to be precise. And I got some sweet gold ones, and they roll like a dream. He says now, waiting for the purple is a bond. noble die. Excuse me. Purple is a noble die. Mm. Back in the day, purple signified royalty uh, and nobility because it was just so expensive to manufacture the die for it, which is awesome uh, for Sophia. Um, roll like a dreaming. Right. <sighs> so thank you very much, Crosshair. Yay! And here's hoping we don't botch with them. Cold Drake, that. A hundred percent is how that is how it goes. <laughs> Every day I'm like, oh, I'm rolling so well, and then it's a disaster. Twenty minutes later, uh, how are you guys? A happy Sunday bonus stream. How are you, Liz? You good? I'm well. I basically got off the train uh, an hour ago. Mm. Hopped in a cab, are. zoomed home, set up the lights, and bada bing, bada boom. Here we are. I might be a little out of it, but. We are good to go. And John, how are you? Johnny, uh, Johnny. Oh, oh, yes, sir. Getting ready for my incisor. Can we catch a whiff of that. Mm, mm, mm. No, just I got to build up that incisor a little bit, knowing what I know of what's going on today. <laughs> Ew. What? Yes, Eric. I'm so glad you were able to catch up in time. Sorry, I was nagging you so much, but I'm not really that. You nagged? I did. I was like, look, I don't mean to be a pest, but do you think you're going to have time to catch up before the bonus stream? No pressure, but like, I just want to know. <laughs> Everyone's like, but it's finals. Nagging my... <laughs> or whatever. I know you're... It's like, I have so mind. many I'm things to Nagging do. my mods. Nagging she who knows 10,000 things who is present. Your moderator extraordinaire. Sorry, I um, Chemdef hasn't seemed to have made it in yet, but that's all right. Uh, we do also have Kate in chat. I don't know for how much longer. Hello. But Kate unfortunately could not make this session, which is why this is a bonus session for us to see the aftermath of Penins for both Sophia and Brom. And then hopefully this week we'll get a chance to see the aftermath for Patches as well. Lurking while dinner finishes. There's Camdaff. Huh. Makes his way in. But nice. to answer questions that were coming up before, this is not considered a standard session. So, which is why it's day 6A. Um, we're doing this because we can and because we want to, but this is not considered day 7. So there will be, sadly, no recap for you. Um, oh. But yes, and, it's, and it is a huge but. I was about to, damn, I was about to say that. We're here now, and here, ready for everyone. <laughs> oh God, Aragorn will recap. Oh, interesting. Oh, here, here we go. Are you going to do I this am. in text, or are you calling in? I think she's just texting in right now. Prepared. It's going to end with, I am very disappointed in you all. <laughs> After a disappointing penance, and even more disappointed. Disappointed that uh, <laughs> Patches was discriminating against people with colds. 
She's disappointed that Brom, uh, you know, should be better at firearms, and she's disappointed that Sophia is trying to uh, have sex with coworkers. Okay, plural. Understood. Uh, I get one of those. I don't see how any of this is me. No, she's not disappointed. How oh, can no, anyone be disappointed in you? Patches was like, I don't wanna do it. I throw the best <laughs> parties. <laughs> True. Three got together for last minute plans. Patches was like, I don't wanna. And Sophia was like, do it. And then Patches was like, fine, but I'll do it with sass. And Sophia was like, I throw the best parties. Then Brom wrestled some people and he won a lot until it mattered. And then he was like, I'm all bloody. <laughs> Until it mattered. Oh my god, that's like my life, Aragorn. That's so sad. I'm loving it. Sofoco, Puke, Brolone? I think who the... Oh, little one? What? No, Brolone, as in you're all alone. Oh, oh my god. That makes more sense. God damn it, Jay. This is my... How did this happen? We're only six sessions I hate you guys. It's like, I mean, I understand the like father song. Ultra Jordan like, 2 ends up as a troll. Yeah, and then Sophia yeah. was like, I'm singing a song for health. And Talis was like, I'm singing a song for sexy <gasps> times. And then Sophia was like, hey, Incisor, how about eating this? Winky face. Oh my God. I God. mean, accurate, but oh. Income, make it happen. Oh, brownie. And then Incisor was like, don't harass me, bye. And then Sophia was like, fine, hey, Kyoko. And Kyoko was like, okay. <laughs> the end. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, Kenwin. The, yeah. Let's go check up on Kenwin. It's Chimerical, he's fine. <laughs> he's missing, like, all his limbs. I knock him down. He gets a decapitation. <laughs> That's Chimerical decapitation, right? Mm. Mm. Loving it. Aragorn with the recap. I'm still kind of tempted to see how other people, specifically Kevin Daff, would recap it. Um, especially considering I wonder what his song choice will be. But that was Aragorn's magnum opus. Because this is my United States of the Dreaming. Not in this game, buddy. This is not the United States. Uh... Kick Kenwin more because he gives Ancelia a bad name. You don't know that, Kung Fu Fenris. Maybe he's that. awesome. I don't actually know what Aragorn is linked here. Oh, God. Ah, it's the music video to I Kissed a Girl. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, if Katy Perry is watching, yes, we accept donations in all denominations. I, I I won't play Katy Perry, unfortunately, because I'm I'm pretty sure that I can't afford that kind of legal fee. Thank but you, John. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we yeah. don't have to rely on YouTube's song removal um, uh, uh, program. It's literally just someone going ah <laughs> over the duration that you put. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we removed it. <laughs> Uh. Anyway. Yes. Do you two wish to do a slightly more serious recap as to what you were doing and were doing right up until the end? As we are starting essentially when we left off. Oh, 
yes, sure. Um, Ron had a wonderful day of combat where he lost, uh, and then he won a pennant, um, kind of by default, but anyway. Uh, and he is currently recovering from his wounds, drinking from the healing spring, which Sophia made at the pond. Uh, he was leaning on Cerzeron's shoulder, like being supported by Cerzeron, uh, and now he's drinking from the pool. Nice. He's just on his... He, he <laughs> rolls over to the side, just dunks his head in. <laughs> I mean, don't worry. It's it's. It, John allowed me to cast the, a pretty powerful cantrip on that on that lake. Uh, so but, you, you'll be oh, you right as rain in a little bit. He won't yeah. heal everything though because he can't drink the entire pool. Mm. In order Did to it? heal up to full, you actually have to consume what you've done. He will, however, heal quite quickly. If I understand. Oh. Right, Let's well, have a look. I'll just assume I'm at minus five until I can... <laughs> until otherwise told. You know how I feel about challenges, Aragorn. Thanks, Aragorn. Being in the proximity restores a bashing or lethal injury during the scene. Touching heals a bashing or lethal each turn. Consuming all... Oh, or part of the focus of the cantrip restores all bashing and lethal damage. Oh, shit. And also oh, heals an aggravated damage. So, Drink yeah, up, you- motherfucker! And we're all like playing keep away with Kenwin, who's like, please. <laughs> we're like, no, no, no. It's for closers. Healing for- <laughs> waters for closers. <laughs> oh, let me turn on the drink counter. Here we go. It's yeah. currently at 12. What the hell? Jeez, guys. I think we went crazy last time with the. But yeah, so. So Sizer. Drink should be working now. Yeah, they're probably going to be like, oh, great, quick, drink this within the next minute, otherwise it'll stop being a healing potion. So the the healing potion is uh, one success is one minute, two successes is an hour, three for a scene, four for a day, and five for a week. So you can't create healing potions that last that long. Yeah. The other thing is, simply being in the proximity of it heals whether you're friend or foe. So if you make healing potions and you walk in and you're fighting with somebody, they'll heal too. Whoa. I just wanted everyone to get along. Oh, God damn it. Here, so, Sophia, what one. were you doing just before? Sophia played a song with Talus, and that made um, uh, people, namely Sophia, uh, more susceptible to their uh, whims. So... Desires. 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 And Sophia's desire at the end of this rather successful party was she wanted to get it on with someone. Because of the uh, epicness of her botch, she was not feeling very particular as to whom. So uh, she propositioned Incisor, was turned down, and now... You're at six. I don't believe it. She's propositioned Kyoko. And Kyoko seems to be a little more on board, but you never can tell. You're at six. I'm, I'm shocked. Down what are what are we shocked about? Well, that people aren't just like I mean, people are throwing themselves at her, but just that like two people successively weren't like you know leaping t- into her arms or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Because that typically happens. Mm-hmm. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Is there anything that you want to tell people before we start? Uh, anyone who didn't hear the song and is curious to, it is in the RPG Clinic forums under the Penance thread. And it's also in the YouTube descriptor box from the most recent video. And JT's the background, or not the background, JT's the male vocals in it. Yay. He's super cool. He is a cool dude. I saved the doll. Kyoko recalls the time in college. Oh my. Now, I know that people have said that rejection is something that would be seen very... Well, even just right now, Real Berkwal is saying that Sophia is literally more attractive than any human that has ever existed. I'd imagine she would experience rejection much more rarely than most people. I don't necessarily know if the human race is quite as shallow as all that. Um... But I do think that it would make her more likely to find those who would be uh, yearning, shall we say. But how many times have you gone up to somebody who you find incredibly attractive and just asked them out randomly? I mean, I understand that this happens. I understand that it happens perhaps more often than we'd like. But there is still a certain amount of intimidation that Sophia might put across as she absolutely wrecks the scene with her music and her oh gods no you're too attractive and therefore intimidating -uh. (laughs) but either way um, now that Penance has completed its main sort of events this is the part where people just sort of get involved with eating drinking talking, laughing. And it is something that the exhaust isn't used to, but something that, due to Talus's efforts alongside Sophia's, uh, they've managed to whip together an acceptable party. Uh, Claude is currently starting to drag out all the sort of foodstuffs that he has managed to prepare, remembering, of course, that he can prepare foodstuffs in a third of the time necessary. Now, Sophia, is that giving him a half second for food preparation, or are you just thirsty? Yep. Let's say both. <laughs> Let's just say Why both. not both? Yay! <laughs> um, Zeron helps Brom over towards the Well of Life and dips a flagon into it and just thrusts it out at him clapping him on the back and then sitting next to it um, having had one of his squires rushed over and and desuited him or at least the plate now that's there <clears throat> mm. <clears throat> thank you thank you Cesaro 
You fought well. It's the kind of thing that I would expect from someone like you. Um, that's very kind of... Uh, <laughs> that's very kind of me. I don't get the opportunity much to engage in martial feats as much as I used to. It's exciting. And it's especially exciting to fight someone as skilled as yourself. You truly are a great warrior. Are you disappointed with how today went? I love a good challenge. See, you can feel like your wounds knitting themselves back together. Mm. I'm not disappointed so much as excited to try to best you next time. Penance comes every year. Penance is... (laughs) What did you want me to say? I didn't want you to say anything. (laughs) Penance is the sort of time that we get together and we celebrate our martial accomplishments. It doesn't mean it's the only time that you cross swords with friends. that's true I've been dedicating myself to the business of this freehold trying to immerse myself in the politics of it and well frankly the human resource management but excuse me Sir Zerana being incredibly rude as a host or at least the Lady Sophia's proxy I don't think Lady Sophia is going to begrudge a man who needs a well-deserved drink after a hard fight. Well, this is good, but I could definitely go for something a little harder as well. A drink. Damn it. (laughs) So, Zeron, where do you hail from? Think. You sure that you can't remember? No. I'm... Have we... Have we met? Come on. Let's see if we can get you something harder. And he stands up and he puts his hand out. And he does that that kind of, you know... You know the kind of grab, uh, like... Yeah. Yeah! Uh, biceps like bulging or whatever I don't know yeah like it's straight out of it's straight out of Predator just like <laughs> yes oh, nice. I'm not from Northern Ice but I found myself settled down here only recently I have to say I enjoy the cold much like your sword hmm I only thought it fitting that I find a new home somewhere more in line with my heritage. It feels very appropriate. And it is wonderful to see someone of your caliber and status here as well. Across the Shadow needs more ability. I guess. <laughs> 
Listen. I am so happy to see you here. It is... It's been a long time coming. What do you mean? So, as you're walking kind of through the crowd, you see that Zeron's got three or four people who constantly sort of surround him, and they are running interference. Occasionally, somebody approaches a little too quickly, and they sort of stand in and block as if to just give you to a little bit of privacy as you're moving forward. I'm not used to this kind of attention. Not that I mind it, I, I just live a very solitary existence. You understand. Why is that? Um, many of my friends and allies, um, I no longer have them in my life. And uh, there was some falling out with my family. I have new friends now. I'm very happy to be getting to know the Lady Sophia better. And all of the inhabitants here at the Spark. I imagine you're not the only one. This freehold has been legendary for what it's managed to accomplish in the past. Now that I see that it's under your control, I have to say I'm proud of where you've ended up, Sir Brom. Thank you. It's definitely happenstance. But a pleasant one. I think we can do much good here. Especially if there are more attacks like the other day. Zeron, you of course heard of the Chimera just outside of Heart's Light. Regrettably, I wasn't here. I'd been voyaging. Made my way in from Ontario just a couple of days afterwards. But it looked like he didn't need my help. We managed to drive it off, but it was... A little lucky. I wouldn't have minded having you at my side to try to take it on. He walks over to where the bar is and he picks up two flagons of mead and yes. passes one to Brom. You know, normally I would have said that this was cliche, but honestly, it feels very appropriate right now. There's nothing wrong with a little tradition. Brom. Well fought. And to you, Sir Zeron. Cheers! And the clunk of the flagons together precedes just enthusiastic drinking. Mm -hmm. The... The squire... <laughs> he's my favorite NPC ever. Now look, Brom. Mm. You don't remember. But uh, we have met before. I like study his face. Specifically in Winnipeg. Queen Laurel's court. Do you not remember? Um... Have I 
ever been to have I ever been to Queen Laurel's court to my knowledge? I mean, it's not out of the question that you've been to Queen Laurel's court. You okay. probably would have remembered having been there. Right. But that was a long time ago. Right. Um I'm surprised. I certainly I'm no longer as young and spry as I once was, but I sure thought that I would remember you. Stop thinking about yourself in terms of age, Sir Brom. Somebody who fights like you doesn't deserve to have a number plastered across their head. Very kind. Tell me, what do you remember of Winnipeg? And as he kind of claps you on the shoulder and moves you away so that other people can get to the bar. Um, you see Claude coming back out and he's carrying another round of drinks which he's placing on the bar. Um, and he's glancing over, trying to see if he can catch Sophia's eye. What does that mean to me? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yes? <laughs> oh, fabulous. Like Sorry, I did not pick up on the hints there. Um, she's gonna be looking for if there is wine being served. Oh, there's, there's wine. There's also, because this is Penin's, there's an awful lot of cider being presented as well. But there is wine. She's going for the wine. Everything seems to be going alright, yes? It's wonderful, Claude. I'm so happy with how it went. It's not over yet. Would you say it was perfect? My lady, very few things manage to reach perfection. And believe me, I know I have a scale. So what could have been improved for next time? Perfection, ma chérie, means that it has to approach you and your smile. There are many people here and they're quite happy, but... They do not radiate the way you do. It cannot be perfect without that. Oh, that's disheartening. I want to throw the perfect party, and that means it will always be out of my reach, won't it? No. It means you will always have something to strive for. Listen... No, it is not perfect. Perfect would have meant that, uh, for instance, Brom wins every every single match so that he can prove himself. Uh, it means that uh, it means that I get to go home tonight. It's an excellent party, Sophia. I don't want to tell you it's perfect because then you won't make another one. Um, she's going to take his hand, uh, if you allow her to, and, and hold it. I know. I understand. And thank you very much for all your work. I know it wasn't easy. But all of you stepped up. You didn't have to, but you did all the same, and I will not forget that. 
Promise me one thing, Lady Sophia, if you would. Of course. The next time we throw a party, that you'll somehow be involved. Because we do not do this here. I see Incisor walking around, actually doing things. It's... It's amazing. I promise that as long as I'm at least partially in charge here, there will be parties. They will all be excellent, if not perfect. No. Just go and make a good time, yes? Give his hand an extra squeeze. You too, Claude. Um, you notice Kyoko slipping into the exhaust, but she gives you a small wink just before she does. Oh, shit! I'm gonna look around at the party um, and check quickly to see if the Slua are still there or if they left. Marcus and Druel. Uh, yes, currently they're entertaining themselves by uh, sitting by the lake every once in a while, taking a sip, even though they don't have any injuries to speak of at all, uh, and whispering amongst themselves. So amusing. <laughs> um, I'm going to go over to them. I'm so glad you both could attend today, and I hope you had a good time. Druel, your performance in the marksmanship, or was it archery that she did? It was one of the... It was archery, wasn't it? No, I think it was was marksmanship. marksmanship. It was marksmanship. Thank you! Your display at the marksmanship competition was very impressive. Marcus stands up. It's very kind of you to say so. Is this your first time running such a large event? Yes, it is. But I had plenty of help. It doesn't appear that you require any additional help, but of course... We are at your service, should you require it in the future. Thank you very much. You'd mentioned earlier that you had some information that might be of use to us. Yeah. Should we arrange a meeting? Of course. I would rather not have a meeting interrupt such festivities as this. That is very thoughtful. But I do know the last known whereabouts of Sister Flex. I would like to do a roly-poo to see if I can tell. Oh, roly-poo. Honesty's being here. 
Sure. Let's see what, what I don't want to tell be. you right now, but juicy tidbit. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love uh, it. Perception. Uh, subterfuge? Or empathy. One of the two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, shit. That was a lot more dice. <laughs> well, empathy's oh, way better. Uh, difficulty? Six. Fuck yeah. Oh, that is five. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of He is telling the truth. However, um, he's he knows his information isn't as valuable as he's making it out to be. Uh-huh. What a what a perceptive thing. <laughs> How perceptive was that? Oh, I don't know. Five successes is a lot of successes there. It's like exalted level over here. She's not quite drunk enough yet. So she's like, well, drunk enough. She's not, she's still like perceptive. She's she's only on her second glass of wine. Um, Indeed. We can discuss the terms perhaps next week. Next week would be lovely. Excellent. We arrange a time that will work <laughs> within our stream sessions. Drella just continues to every once in a while take a sip and just stare off across the lake. She doesn't seem very interested in looking at you or even acknowledging your presence. Well, thank you again, and I look forward to our meeting. I find that time passes quickly with anticipation. Good night. (laughs) I do hope so. Jesus Christ. Bye. Leaves a Sophia-shaped hole in a tree that she just ran through. Surely an anticipation. Oh, this fluffy butt! With the blendiest, Kithane? I think you mean bendiest, not blendiest. No, it's pretty... It's blendy and bendy. Both, any tears down. It's only a couple more moments before um, one of Zeron Squires comes up behind him, taps him on the shoulder, and whispers something into his ear. And a flicker of irritation passes in front of Zeron's eyes, but then he shakes it clear with another smile. Brom, it seems I'm rather popular tonight. To be honest, though, I... I don't necessarily know if I want to be. Hmm. That's quite a dilemma. As someone as noticeable as you, it must be hard to get away. (laughs) Noticeable? I suppose. I'll be honest with you, Brom. I'm enjoying our conversation. I'm not sure that I want it to end just yet. Um, it may not 
maybe a bit beneath a knight of your stature, but we could find another place to continue talking away from all these other partygoers. Tell you what. Let's take half an hour. We'll circulate among the crowd, as we are now, of course, winners of pennons this year. We should make an appearance. I know that it's troubling, but at the same time, it's good to be inspiring sometimes as well. And after that, we'll find a place to sit down. Does that sound all right? Is it all right if I let you go for half an hour? Do you think you'll be able to find your way through? Yes. Yes, Zaron, I think I will. You're a better man than I am. I need four squires just to keep everyone in check. That's just because there aren't quite as many people clamoring to see me or <laughs> Whisper. That's going to change, Rom. I'm not quite sure how I feel about fame. Serving your house isn't about fame, is it? And yet everyone knows. Fame doesn't choose everyone, but it chooses warriors like you and me. We don't have to seek it out. Hmm. I suppose that's true. Rizaron. We'll speak again soon, and I hope you'll let me admire that blade. Oh, Whisper? Of course. Just... <sighs> After 30 minutes, you'll find that everybody wants to touch your sword. I certainly, <laughs> I certainly hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather they not you'll find that too and he pats Brahm on the shoulder which to him is lifting it his hand up a bit and then turns around and just keeps walking forward um I look around I don't see one anyone immediately that I want to talk to so I just like like so one person does come up to you Roll over to another drink. and by person i mean a small robot smashes into your ankles hey. you were amazing out there thank you uh when was the last time you fought like that you know like for real it was some time ago we almost had an altercation with a very dangerous chimera not that long ago. But in the end, we did not have to fight, and that is good. Cog, I think something to learn is sometimes you don't have to fight. You don't have to do show off. You don't have to fight? But you're amazing at it. I saw you out there. When you said what you said... When you were calling upon the dragon's ire, I got chills all the way down my spine. Well, I assume that's a good thing, Cog, so thank you. It's like watching one of my favorite animes, except better. 
What is an anime? Okay, okay. And he pulls out a phone. And then he's like, hold on, I'll, I'll show you. And then it takes him an embarrassingly long amount of time for him to, like, actually call something up. And he's saying, like, oh, it's it's uh, it's the Wi-Fi here. And I, I don't I don't really get a whole lot of great reception. And hold on, just, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, okay, here. And then he turns... <laughs> and he turns and he, and he shows you the phone and, and on the phone uh, you see some some animation that's just running through mm. well, it's very colorful I think this is my favorite kind of watching um, I, I really like the uh, I really like the ones that, that have a lot of really good fighting in it and it sort of makes me feel good, like I'm I'm living in my own stories. Um, do you find that you live through these stories often? Cog, perhaps you'll be a great warrior one day. Who knows? Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I, I, I mean, I made my own weapon here, but I'm, as you can see, I'm not very good at it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really consider myself more of a warrior. I mean, my favorite anime is Uran High School Host Club, and it's, that's really more about, you know, um... Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> and then he picks up Skag and wipes off its sensors as Patches has done the past couple of times and then puts it back down. Um... Well, not a, it, it's true what you say. Not everyone is a warrior. But I will tell you one thing. Yeah? Someone, sometime, fashioned this. And I, like, pat. Pat. I, like, sort of reveal or, like, touch my, my, my sword. Someone made this. Probably a knocker of incredible talent and power. Or perhaps someone imbued it with the glamour. I'm sorry, I was just reading the comments. <laughs> um, I was just saying someone made this sword one day, and then imbued it with glamour. Creating a weapon and a tool of power and magnificence. And Cog, one day you will do something like that too. It may not be a weapon. It may not last a hundred years. But we all make a lasting contribution. And I hope that you make yours here at this park. Okay. Um, passing behind him, you see Kenwin now seemingly healed from his fight. Um, he's changed as well and now is wearing his proper courtly garb. Um, there's a, a shimmering of black alongside the silver of what he's wearing. Um, 
And he's greeting people with a smile and handshakes. Um, I'm gonna, like, look down to Cog. Cog, think about this for a brief moment. I have to go and speak to someone. What is it that you would most like to do at this party? Just think about that. And then he, he goes, and then he and then thinks for a second, and he closes his mouth, and then... <laughs> and I, I walk away. I walk towards, towards Kenwin. Kenwin is actually headed directly towards Sophia. Oh. Great. Get down, Mr. President! Does he still seem injured, John? I miss, no. I miss, no, he's, so he's been drinking from yes. my waters. <laughs> Look. It's an excellent cantrip that you managed to cast there, Lady Sophia. I appreciate it. It's not every time that you get somebody so uh, concerned with those who bring the entertainment at Pennons, huh? I just want everybody to have a good time. And it's a little harder to do that when you're missing a limb. Believe me, I know how to have a good time. Limbs or no. You did an excellent job here, Lady Sophia. You're too kind. I'd like to think that I'm just kind enough. Brom, you can come onto the scene at this point. Sir Kenwin! Sir Brom! Well thought, indeed. I go for the handshake. He, he shakes the hand. I, looks like I took a bit of a drubbing, but I'll be alright. I'm sure that there's consolation prizes in the offing. That's right. Well, it was bad luck that we all fell upon you at once. It's only natural that you would take out the greatest threat before fighting it out amongst yourselves. Do you have, do you have points in sassy combat? Re- no, I definitely don't have those. I'm just wondering if I might try to like fake my way out of it. No, no, I'm just not going to respond to that statement at all. <laughs> I'm just going to go, hmm. Lady Sophia, it is an absolute honor to be invited here to the Spark. I hope that I will be welcome again in the future. Or can win. I would love to invite you back to see you beaten soundly. <laughs> <We're digging. laughs> A little bit of spice to go along with my mead, then? He takes a drink. <laughs> I was going to be like, it makes it taste Spice all the sweeter, so I'm not trying to think of a good one. My lady, the difference between a loser and a failure is the one who knows to learn from their experiences. Losers don't stay that way very long. And I imagine we can expect your apology to our good friend Patches at any minute now. An apology? For what? I noticed a lack of courtesy when we were at Heart's Light. It was not very encouraging. Especially mm. considering how integral she was to defeating the dragon threat. Well, well, that's the assumption, isn't it? 
Lady Sophia, a vassal serves. It's in the Eshiat. It's what she's meant to do. Of course we're very pleased that she executed so marvelously, but... You mustn't forget, she knows her place. We have our own duties to perform. Yes, we all know our place. Kenwin. Sir Kenwin? He's a, is he a knight? He's a knight, hey? Not like a friggin... He's a knight. He's not a... He's not a baron. Not crazy. Of course, yeah. now now that I have access to it... God damn it. Now that I have access to it, of course now I'm going to check just in case. Because now we have a wiki that everyone's going to potentially like look at and see. Uh, yep, Kenwin is a knight. Uh, I right. did not declare him something else. He was always intended to be a knight. I just you ref- you referenced him as Lord Kenwin, and I was like, <gasps> did I make it a baron? Did I oh, forget? Shit. Oh, oh shit. no! When I think lady, that makes me think of because oh, you're the lady. Yeah, that's right. No. no, that's just me. Fuck up. <laughs> at any rate, Lady Sophia, if at any time you wish to trade ideas, perhaps on how we can improve relations, you'll know where to find me. Good night, uh, Sir Ken. Win? What? Sorry. I actually <laughs> wouldn't know where to find you. Are you staying at Heart's Light? Oh, Sir Brom. <sighs> yes, at the moment I am not staying at Heart's Light. I was no longer required to stay. You can find me at the Four Seasons Hotel. I don't live here. Too cold for my tastes. I like things a little warmer. Where do you hail from? Kingdom of Apples. I grew up there. I'm sure you know. No, Sir Brom, to be honest, I don't know much about you. That would imply that I cared. Good evening, Lady Sophia. I barely nod my head. And he sweeps off. Excuse me, Lady Sophia. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to stalk after him. It's the northeast real brick wall. Brown, 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 brown. Yes. Yes. He'll get what's coming to him, but not at my party. Thank you very much. You've beaten him soundly enough for one night. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I have a thing. I gotta. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna friggin'. I understand. I find him disrespectful. He is. Well, that's that. But if you are commanding me to stay away from him at this party, then that will I that's delighted. I don't want to have to command you to, but if that's what it takes, yes. Right. Console yourself with the fact that you made him look like a complete idiot twice in one week. Hmm. Not bad. No, that is a pretty good consolation. And there's plenty of time. And now we know where he's staying. 
I hope you've enjoyed Penance, Lady Sophia. <laughs> it certainly seems that everyone is... And I, like, motion around to, like, everyone, I assume, like, drinking and, like, smashing cups and stuff. I don't know. Um, Did you have fun, Brom? It was wonderful to fight again. Even if Kaylee has power, I did not know that she had. And even if Sir Zeron truly is a great warrior. It seemed like the two of you knew each other. He says that we've met. At, um... Oh boy, there it uh, yeah, he said that we met at Laurel's court. I don't remember that, and frankly, should. It's very odd. Could this be during the time that you're missing the memories? No. No, I don't believe so. Why not? Well, if, unless it was one time, and in a very brief window of time... He really seemed very focused on you. Do you think he knows more than he's saying? Not sure how I would find out. But I will be talking with him again in approximately 15 minutes or so. Let me know what you find out. We're just talking. What do you mean, find out? You have to ask him. What he knows about your past, Brom. I'm, he must know more than he's saying. All right. I'll see what I can... Fly him with me if you have to. I think he's well-plied already. With me. <laughs> well-plied with me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just saying this seems like an excellent opportunity. I had no idea that a penance celebration would possibly present the key to unlocking your memories. I'm cautiously optimistic. As I often am. I just wanted to congratulate you. Lady Sophia, this is truly a bit of a wonder. And it is very exciting. Even if I don't necessarily want to go and throw myself into casual conversation with every single person here. That's not exactly my style. It's not everyone's cup of tea. But thank you, and congratulations to you as well. Yes, I look forward to flying the Duke's planet proudly. Maybe I can learn something from Kaylee about that magnificent power she wields. I wonder... I hope it's all right that I said that she could fight you. I know it's a little unconventional, but I didn't think it was fair to tell her to stay out. Um, Sophia. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> um, coming from the sky and then just floating around you, um, around your shoulders, uh, you see. It, it, they almost look like fireflies, but they're shimmering with different colors. Um, yellows and reds and blues and greens. 
Um, and they're just floating around your shoulders, just a bit accentuating your your dress just that much more. Um, and you feel a small kind of reinforcement of the stirring that you felt when Talus was uh, was playing earlier. Although he is actually still playing. He's not singing anymore, though. He's just playing. Oh, thank God. Well, no, he's still still playing his music, which is enough, but he's not actively singing currently. Well, good night, Brom. Oh, I... uh, (laughs) All right, then, I suppose. Sophia, Uh, the the lights... (laughs) I I imagine a slow zoom in. (laughs) The, The fireflies seem to be every once in a while positioned as if to guide a path towards the elevator. My dude. I'm following the fireflies. <laughs> and Kenwin's there. Fuck! <laughs> uh, as you pass through, there's um, uh, Claude silently just reaches out and passes along uh, another glass of wine. <clears throat> I will take it. Nod to Claude. And head towards the elevator. So when you ding the elevator, it opens up. The panel is in front of you. There's the top floor, which can only be accessed by typing in a code that you know. I'm I'm going to do that. Just have a feeling. And Brom, what are you doing? Um. Well, I two things. I'm going to go back to Cog, but I'm looking for. Well, I'm I'm making sure Zeron is still around. That he hasn't like. He's still around. He hasn't abandoned you. And Kenwin has if he's left. No, you know what? You ordered me. I'm just I'm just (laughs) making sure he's still there. Kenwin is now currently. crouched down and talking to Cog and Cog is excitedly showing him parts of his modified nerf gun and Kenwin is nodding along with it and like pointing every once in a while and seemingly asking a question um well I'm gonna I'm gonna head back over to those two it's a fine invention you have there I'm sure that if you practice hard enough next year, you'll make a good showing here at Penance. Sir Brom. And he stands up. Young Cog here was just showing me his latest invention. That is quite impressive, isn't it? Especially for someone of so tender an age. If you don't mind my saying, Cog. It is quite impressive. Sir Kenwin, I wanted to apologize. Oh, there's no need. I've already forgotten it. Well, for my peace of mind, I still wanted to apologize for any disrespect I may have shown to you or your station. Welcome to Frost's Shadow. 
That's appreciated. But, Brahm, as I said before, I've already forgotten it. Nothing you do could possibly remain in my mind longer than necessary. I would find... Or, I would... Fuck. <laughs> I think you'll find that that's not true. You've been around longer than I have. And I appreciate that with age can come wisdom. But believe me, Sir Brom, when it comes to knowing how people interact, the difference between you and me is substantial. I agree. Which means that, short of you deciding to break the codes of etiquette here at Pennons, there's nothing you could do that could ever make any difference in my life. How about a friendly wager, then? It won't affect your life. I'm listening. <laughs> I don't know anything about a house. Aeleal, so I don't know if they're like... Aeel? Aeel. I don't know if they're like, you know, immune to being convinced to do things. So, do you, would you like to hear what House Aeel has to say? Yeah, I well, what I might know about them. While other houses use politics to push their agendas, House Aeel views politics as a perfect end unto itself. Gifted leaders, strategists, and manipulators, even among the Shi. The dragons demonstrate a mastery of political maneuvering that makes other houses wary of entering alliances, but even more afraid of crossing them. When you're dealing with the Aeel, you'd best think three steps ahead. That way, you're probably only two steps behind. Their house boon, even the noblest members of House Aeel still have a way with words, and their politicians and deceivers never seem to be caught out like others of their kind. Dragons subtract one from the difficulty of all manipulation roles, and can never botch a subterfuge or politics role. Oh, shit. Their flaw, Aeel believe that they are the smartest ones in the room. A dragon must make a willpower roll difficulty 8 to directly admit being wrong, or let someone else have the last word in a heated situation. If an Aeel admits he is wrong, loses a contest of wits or skill, or backs down from a heated confrontation, he cannot regain willpower points and suffers a plus one penalty of the difficulty of all social rules until he restores face somehow. <laughs> this can mean getting revenge on his opponent, or simply, unfairly, berating his lessers until he feels better. That's amazing. I, well, oh my god. I only asked because I was wondering if it was something like that... That is similar to House Widian's flaw. Similar, but you know, not exactly the same. Um, I would think uh, a friendly wager involving language and poetry would be unfairly weighted in your favor, as would a contest of strength in mine. Mm. Perhaps something which we're both skilled at. I will set up a suit of armor out on the field. The first person who can successfully remove all the pieces with their sword win a drink from the other. Get it, 
naked and herald with my soul well, not like, my armor. Like, no, like on a, on a <laughs> oh, dummy or something. I don't, okay, that wasn't clear. <laughs> Those are your terms? That seems fair. We're both skilled warriors. There'd be no trouble for you. So the first to remove armor from something with our swords wins. Without damaging the pieces. Are buckles still considered pieces? Yes. I accept. So I'm and Cog gonna... is like... <laughs> I am gonna fuck this up so bad. I'm gonna Yay. go get a... I'm gonna go get the dummy from the basement. Oh, Patrick's gonna be mad at you, son. Oh, that's a good point. No, do it. No, oh, I fucked it up real bad last time. (laughs) I'm still gonna get it anyway. (laughs) So, when you head downstairs... Um... Because you're you're headed down to... In order to, uh... Um, get get the, the... You hear as you're headed down... Um, you hear just... Uh-oh. How can I hear it? Uh-oh. I'm, like, at the ready to catch little one if he's, like, running into the elevator. So, on the way down, the elevator, um, plays, uh, the refrain from Toxic... Loving it. In, in its squeaks. But when you get down to the bottom, um, the dragon is no longer in its cell. The dragon is sitting in the little atrium where the keypad is. Oh, hello, little one. What are you doing out here? And it comes up and butts its head against Brom's leg. What are you doing all the way out here? Are you looking for someone? And I like point back to its cell. Is the person over there? <laughs> Maybe up there? And I point up back up towards the elevator. And the dragon curls itself around Brom's leg and lies down and makes sure that it puts its head directly on top of Brom's boot. And then its eyes close. Ugh. Little one. I... Oh, dude. Oh God, Jesus! That wasn't <laughs> smart. Ah, okay? oh. oh. okay. little one. I, I have. We're still this. Oh, you're so cute. And I reach down and I scoop him up in my arms. Her, sorry. Uh, she still seems to be asleep. Um. Is the room with the bale fire like? Is there a door? Is there a door? That's a dumb yes, question. Yes, there is a is door. There, okay, 
So it, it can be, yeah, okay. Um, I go and I, I place, uh, I like place little one down in front of the bale fire in that room. Maybe put a pillow under its head from the, one of the beds. Okay, little one, I'm going to leave you here, but just for a while, right? You'll be going back in your cell, and I'm sorry, it's nothing to do with you. We just can't tell people that you're here yet. We'll see what we can do about getting you home. So I'm stating this for the record... Mm-hmm. I will be returning to put little one back in her cell later tonight at Pennon's if I if if Brum isn't like you know unconscious <laughs> or something awful. Um, but I'll I'll close the door and and you and get find, the dummy. Find the crash test dummy and get my armor. When you reach the 14th floor of the building, (laughs) when you reach the 14th floor, um, there is kind of a small atrium so that somebody who knew your code still couldn't just like walk into your apartment without having a key. Um, Plants everywhere. And sitting just on the edge of one of the benches that line the area, um, Kyoko sits and she's wearing, um, for perhaps the first time that you've not seen her like this, uh, she's not wearing like a video game t-shirt uh, or uh, anything else. She's uh, just wearing a very... Uh, a very simple um, white dress that extends down to her ankles and she has her hands resting lightly on her knees and then she looks up. I'd like to know if you're responsible for this. Gesturing at the fireflies. I've always found it important to make friends with small creatures. You never know when they might help you find someone more important. They're beautiful. This, and I twirl in the dress, was beautiful. I imagine that your life is filled with a lot of beauty, Lady Sophia. It's important to me that the beauty be created by other people. In what way do you believe that this beauty was not created by you? Maybe I helped it along. But without you, it wouldn't exist. It must be something being someone who is a professional source of inspiration. 
hold myself to a very high standard because it's how I hope to see the world. And Kyoko, before this night progresses any further, it's only fair to tell you that I, I see sex as another way for people to be creative. I don't see it as a contract. I don't see it as a commitment. And Kyoko reaches behind her and she pulls out a piece of paper and looks at it and it's got typing on it. Um, but she just reaches up and tears it into four and then puts it down. What was that? I'm relatively sure those are the instructions to my washing machine. I didn't ask for a contract. I, know. I didn't ask for anything. I know. I made you that dress because I wanted to see if I could make something that could potentially do more than I ever could with myself. Do you think you succeeded? She points at the fireflies. Those don't happen. Unless they're deserved. Now, before this... see yourself as deserving, Kyoko. Before this gets any further, I suppose I should tell you why I'm here. She stands up, and she moves around uh, behind Sophia, and just reaches out and then cups some of the fireflies that are moving around in her hand, and then closes them, their hands together. Well, I came here with a contract, but as you can see, it's been torn up. And I came here with an agenda, but I left it in my backpack sometime in ninth grade. Would it, would it be too forward for me to tell you that I don't believe I'm a terrible person? I would not say that as forward in the slightest. Lady Sophia... No matter what happens, I will help you out of your dress. I will make sure that it is not destroyed in some fit of passion in case you ever wished to see it again. 
But if I were to help you out of anything other than that dress, I should tell you that I consider nothing here binding, but I do consider it an exploration. I'm not there, I can't help you. Oh, okay. Not that I would, anyway. Lady Sophia, sex isn't a contract. And to you, it may be a creative pursuit. And I'm willing to entertain the thought that that might be fun. But I'm not doing this knowing that it's never going to happen again. And then she very, very tentatively, remember how I said that her hands were just very gentle, um, Mm -hmm. places her hands on Sophia's shoulders and then turns her around. Nice. Are the fireflies gone, by the way? No, they're, they're still here, but now they're kind of focused where she is. So the fireflies are sort of sitting between the two of you. Casting dazzling light on the two of you. I want to kind of like grab one, or not grab one, but like gently. One on my hand. I don't care if tomorrow there's someone else floating fireflies in front of a dress that they made for you, hoping beyond incredible hope that maybe she might be able to get a kiss out of it. And I don't care if there's a different person every day of the week or every month. I'm going to care if you do this and then never want to see me again. That's not going to happen, Kyoko. And then she rises up on her toes and it's almost as if she's trying to rush into the kiss, but she stops just before and her hands curl again with that gentleness just on Sophia's shoulders and the kiss is very soft. Sophia's gonna lean into it again. Intensified. Yeah. Do you intend to make it back to the party? As far as I'm concerned, we brought the party with us. Swish. Three points. <laughs> I'd very much like it if you could kiss me like that again. She does. Well, she's going to do it anyway because she oh, forgot. Man. Brom. (laughs) 
so you're now carrying a dummy. I sure am. <laughs> so, and you're holding a mannequin. I'll, I'll allow it. Yay. Um, my plan is to set up the dummy in the, um, well, in the, in the arena where we fought the Grand Melee. I'm gonna suit it into my armor. Like, not my, not my skin, obviously. <laughs> my armor that I own. And, um... When Scott awkwardness and Braum awkwardness combine, it's, it's the most amazing Are thing. we sure there's a difference? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so that that's my plan, is to sort of arrange that there, and then go and find Sir Kenwin if he's not following. Okay. He's already forgotten about me. Okay. No, he he hasn't forgotten about you. That's good. So the the dummy gets placed, and Zeron stands to one side, kind of tilting his head, and Kenwin um, reaches out his hand, and a the Clericon, who you saw before, rushes mm. over and places a a grayish blade. Isn't he shown out? I mean, like, I wasn't there, so I guess I don't know that. But that's He was a... shown out. Oh, fuck. This is going to be amazing. He was booted out. <laughs> I'm so excited. I uh, draw my blade as well. <sighs> Kenwin looks over to Brom, and he scuffs his nails on his coat. So is it just that we take turns and see how fast we can do it, or...? I would ask for your input, but I'm not sure what rules you play by. So as I understand it, the wager was that Whoever could first divest this dummy of its armor without damaging it, using their sword to do so, wins. Excellent. Well, come here. He extends his hand. Yep. Step over to him. And he reverses his hand and then interlaces his fingers with Brom. And squeezes three times. Uh, I'm going to ask. Yeah. Oh, it's a fucking thing. Okay. Loving it. What a dude. So I don't have to ask you squat. Okay. Good, 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 good. Not squat, Scott. Oh, I should have gotten more water. So, he leans forward and he whispers in your ear, you will forfeit this challenge to me. You are now under the effects of a dictum. Yep. Uh, so here's how it goes. Fuck. Uh, you can spend a point of willpower to delay complying for one turn. Um, if the caster is killed or knocked unconscious before you act on the order, then the power fades. Uh-oh. 
Okay. I mean, I, I, I also don't know, like, you know, how much of this... All right. Like, Title and status are often enough to compel those around a changeling to do her bidding. When the trappings of nobility are not enough, Dictum provides an unmistakable reminder of who is in charge. The changeling casts the cantrip and then issues a simple command to the target with which they must comply. A target of Dictum may be able to resist the order, but most do not have the will and become at least a temporary servant to the changeling. A red cap... Uh, those are just examples. Um, the target determines the realm, which we've done. After the Cathane issues a simple directed voice command, the target must complete the action. Anything which shocks the target's conscience or would result in immediate mortal harm prompts a willpower roll at difficulty 9. If successful, she resists the dictum but spends the turn concentrating on remaining in control. Changelings and supernatural creatures can spend a point of willpower to delay complying with dictum for a turn and continue to act on their own volition. Should the caster be killed or knocked unconscious, the cantrip's power fades. Um, so, I'm going to ask without any expectations, would forfeiting a challenge like this be considered gross cowardice in accordance with my antithesis? My, like, my, my personal... Not analogy. cowardice. That would, it's, this isn't yeah, fear. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was hoping it could be like turn it into a thing. So he but. releases your hand, draws his own sword, and immediately steps over to the dummy and starts deftly flicking at each buckle with it. Okay, I'm going to spend a point of willpower to resist the dictum for this turn. Okay. Resist the, the D. I step up to the armor as well. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm going to go to sort of poke at it. Are we taking turns, or should I... I don't know. And then I want to... So I want to wind up and hit him in the face <gasps> by accident. Like, I want to... Oh, my party. All right. Well, roll initiative. Um... Actually, no. First, no. Before initiative. Uh, roll me your... Manipulation brawl. Sophia goes to get laid one time. <laughs> one time. Everything goes to shit. This is why she can't have nice things. I got a success. You got a success? Alright, let's see if he notices what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna forfeit because I broke the rules. It's fine. Oh. Fine, guys. Um, let's see if I can. I see at least two ones. I see yeah. a bunch. Oh, of ones. and then it rolled. There, there are a bunch of ones. <laughs> Whoa! So, oh, no, I uh, so you say that, and then and his head just snaps back, and the lights in his head just go out, and he drops to the ground. I immediately throw my sword to the ground. Throw my sword into his heart. I throw my sword <laughs> at the ground. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, throw my sword at the ground. The, your, by the way, your dictum is now no longer... Rigid. At play. <laughs> Turgid. All right. <laughs> so Zeron, help. I... I don't know what happened. He was standing so... And I go and I, like, try to revive him. Just like granite skin all over his face. And yeah, Zaron Zaron walks over, 
I see. It appears he wasn't exactly recovered from the previous fight, it would seem. Light on the head. Hmm. It was an accident, Sir Zeron. I... Oh, of course it was. Uh, but we're going to need to attend to him. So let's, uh, let's pick him up. Oh. And Zeron just starts walking towards the lake. Oh, uh, should we be taking him inside? Like, I'm going to follow. Obviously, I've got his feet or whatever. Uh, should I be, should we not be taking him inside? Oh, no. I'm not actually sure that's the correct course of action in this point, Sir Brom. I think that it's important for us to make sure that he is well recovered from his accident. Mm. That's that's a, a good thought. Now, I should warn you that people have been drinking from the outside of this lake, and... That might mean that the potency of the Lady Sophia's cantrip may be weakened. We'll have to throw him further in. <laughs> Yay! I'm so mad I'm missing this. <laughs> of course. I'm... So, one. Yep. Two. Yep. Three. All right, roll strength. Uh, I throw him clear <laughs> over the side, down onto the sidewalk. No, I... <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh... He lands with a rather loud splash and instantly comes up sputtering and treading water. Are you all right? Here, Sir Kenwin, take my hand. And Kenwin just very deliberately starts to swim, like, directly away from Brom. Oh. Oh, there's going to be some cat interference in a second. Sorry, guys. Come here. here Ella, come on. Come here. Come here. Come here. No, she just wants to hang out over there. That's cool. You do you, buddy. Um, I guess I'll let him go then. After about an appropriate length of time. What about an inappropriate length? Yeah! Kyoko pads over um, to the kitchen and pours a glass of water and then pads back and then just places it on the nightstand next to Sophia. How are you feeling? I can't remember the last time anyone ever saw my tail. such a beautiful tale.
Is it too much to ask to hear you say that again? It's a beautiful tale. Seeing you wear something that I made makes me feel beautiful. Hearing you say that makes me feel something else entirely. What is that? It's... It makes me feel like that moment when somebody touches the small of your back for the first time and there's no clothing to separate you and it's skin against skin alone and you realize that you are the happiest you have ever been being totally vulnerable and you realize that this isn't something that you may have ever dreamed possible and you hope that just maybe you might deserve it for once. I'm very glad, Kyoko. I believe you deserve it. I hope one day you'll truly believe it yourself. You made something beautiful for me. We made something beautiful together. And I think you're feeling beautiful now, too. And just like that, the world got a little more beautiful. That really is what you want, isn't it? Yes. I know really it's possible. As... Ridiculous as it might sound. Ridiculous? What about it is ridiculous? People view perfection as being subjective. I don't actually think it is, but it's hard to convince people otherwise. I'm not perfection. Is that what you're trying to tell me? saying we all have moments of perfection when we're engaged in creating something that we feel very passionate about when artists who didn't know they were artists suddenly become aware of the fact after years of pushing that part of them away And one at a time, person by person, I'm hoping to draw that out. She pulls a sheet up, wrapping it slightly around her.
but I have to be careful. Caution. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to be careful? I'm relatively sure that we took all the proper precautions that you're supposed to. We did. I said that I see sex as a way of being creative. To me, it's another natural step when an artist is creating something. It just makes sense to me, but not everybody not everybody can separate it. You worry that I'm going to capture an intense sense of feelings. If I was worried about that, we wouldn't be here together. Are feelings so terrible? They're messy. And I don't like mess. And that's why I try to keep people like Claude at arm's length. Because I think he would be looking for something very different. Claude's an outrageous flirt. He knows exactly what to say in order to make somebody feel just a little bit better. It's his gift as as much as it might be. He doesn't have designs on you. Are you all right, Kyoko? I am. Zeron hmm. turns his back on the swimming figure he wasn't planning on winning that fairly No, that that certainly seems fair to say. Why challenge him? I don't mind if people don't like me. In fact, that's good. It means that I am my own person and you clash with other people from time to time. But I can't stand Zeron. Disrespect. That man bears a title, but he disrespected us. You're a good man, Rom. But I fear that uh, you may have made an enemy today. Now, it's not as if you can't handle enemies, but he's not going to forget that. 
my hope is that against a common enemy, we might be united again. After all, I'm sure we share some of the same hopes, dreams, and loyalties. Dreams? We're all about dreams, Sir Brom. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. And if I get to share in at least one of yours, then I'm a happy man. I... You know, Suzeron, last night I dreamt very strongly of a mug. A mug of ale, cold and fresh. Why don't we make that dream a reality? Sure. Lead the way. Whoa. Five dots. Please add the following flaw to your character. Whoa. I lead the way. I'm like marching over. Are you all right? Absolutely. Stretch. I feel wonderful. All your long one. <laughs> I'll have the dress cleaned. And she swings her legs out over the bed. I can take care of it, Kyoko. Lady Sophia, no one ever doubts your abilities or your motives. There are just some things that I'm meant to do, and others that I'm not. And she slides back into her dress. We'll go over and just, like, adjust it a little bit, like, maybe smooth her, her hair. Give her her glasses if they're sitting on a counter. Uh, roll, me, roll me perception. Actually, that's a good question here. Let me see. let me check here. Roll me perception. Do you have technology? Nope. Oh. Uh, then you can't. <laughs> so never mind. You polish the glasses. It's a computer. <laughs> oh, you just crushed it all. Oh, her, her glass. Okay. Yeah. That's a cool, cool, she cool puts cool the glasses glass. back on. Oh Ripley? Huh? Jesus. Sorry, John. She picks up the dress and smooths it slightly and then folds it over her arm. It was a wonderful end to a wonderful party. We haven't seen a party like this in here in at least 72 hours. <laughs> Clearly you must be doing something right. 
to think so. Let me get out of your hair then. I'll see you tomorrow. Assuming the sun hasn't burnt out, plunging us all into eternal darkness. Of course, there's always that assumption. I didn't go and save us from that asteroid that's rotating above. I came to this party instead. NASA's going to be furious with me, and I'm pretty sure that at some point Ben Affleck might cry. I'll write them a letter saying you were unavoidably detained. Unavoidably detained. I like the sound of that. Good night. Good night. And she heads out. Bye. And now Sophia's like staring at Brom from the I don't know, <laughs> the window. Like, what's happening? I'm wow, just gonna go check on my turkey. I will be right back. Okay. You guys can talk. Yeah, so she, she makes herself some tea. Well, Maybe she puts on some 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 music. Jams? Oh. Dances to it a little bit. She <laughs> sways. That's so funny. I can imagine. Sophia being like, let's dance. You know what I mean? Just like, not really like actually dancing, but just kind of like feeling the music. Straightens up the bed. Oh, yeah. Writes some of the potted plants. I think this was the... This is Sophia's room. Yeah, I think it was the penthouse. Yeah. How do you see the penthouse? Oh. Because we haven't actually My goodness. been here in the game. I know. Before. So, um, first of all, there's definitely a exposed brick because of course uh there are a lot of plants hanging around um stainless steel appliances she's got a gas stove and um the bed itself i think i i pinned this on pinterest i can't remember it's like the bed is kind of made of like repurposed logs, basically. So cool. it really looks. Like a poster, but yeah, like, it looks yeah. like someone just took trees, stuck them there, and stuck a mattress on top of it. I, and there's a there's a canopy. I just need to know. Maybe I'll ask you later. So don't forget <laughs> what happened in that scene just while I was away from the table with with Kyoko. I just want to know if you need anything for the synopsis. Kyoko's sad, and we don't know why. End bracket. I'm Wait, is that a note that you're taking? Words. Kyoko sad, and we don't know why. Yeah, Kyoko sad, and we don't know. And we don't know why. <laughs> Do you want to put that in word for word? <laughs> oh, she has photography like all around too. Mm. It's like all of her though, just in various poses, like <laughs> like different parts of her body. No, no. Uh, Captain Daph, no, it is polished by servants. I imagine, like scrub. <laughs> My servants. <laughs> so, <laughs> like three bargains working full time. Brom, where are you headed? Uh, I am going to get a drink for Cerzeron and I. And 
Uh, I don't know if you want to maybe take that after. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll talk about that afterwards, Diamondback. Thanks. Um, I want to go somewhere, like, semi-private, but, you know, not into the freehold. There's nowhere to, like, go and have a hangout. Unless there's, like, a... a you have an office. Oh my god, I do have an office! And it probably doesn't look like hell right now, so I'm gonna do that. So as you go through the exhaust, the following things are true. One, um, Incisor is carrying off that Clericon again. Yes! Oh, he's gonna get his the shit kicked out of him. Yay! Okay, good. But this time, she seems... Like she isn't enjoying it as much as she did the first time. Hmm. Two, Claude is uh, behind the bar, and now he's striking up a patter alongside some of the others who have come up. And he looks up, and he just tilts his head up as, a, as kind of like an acknowledgement of Brahm. And then you go into your office. You mentioned wanting to get away. I hope you had time to speak to the people who wanted to I've got a couple of minutes, don't worry. (laughs) I just thought this might be a nice place to have a drink, please. Um, See that you actually have an office here. They're treating you correctly. Well, as best we can so far. (laughs) We share. uh, Well, we're all still learning. Sir Zeron, I... I'm sorry to be so direct, but... I mean, that's the only way I know how. (laughs) You... We've met, but I don't remember you. Do we have a history together? Sir Brom... Yes. Yes, we have. I... Why is it that I don't remember you? I don't know. I do know, however, that... Trying to remind you of what has happened typically does not go well. And I'm not entirely sure why. Something happened to me, and it hasn't afflicted you. I suppose you could say that, yes. Listen, Sir Brom, I'm happy to speak with you on this matter, but just know that at some point I may say something... And you won't remember this. Us sitting here in this office. You'll wake up tomorrow and Penance will be gone. I don't want to risk that. Neither do I. Let me tell you this then. And he sips at his ale. You have many friends, Sir Brom. Many. 
And all of them are very, very hopeful that at some point you'll find peace. I know where to start. I'm glad to hear that. I'm incredibly glad to hear that. Now tell me, Cesaron, if you can, what does it feel like to have a crowd chant your name, the name of your weapon? He reaches down and he plucks the scabbard off of his belt and then places it on the desk. It feels like I'm doing what I'm meant to do. And yes, it's thrilling, but it's always secondary to me. I know that I know that sounds like false modesty, but there's something else I have to accomplish first, always. The crowds They're just a wonderful bonus. You have a higher calling. We all do. At least I'd like to think we do. But my calling is not to win the adulation of the people. That just comes naturally. And it will for you as well. I suppose so, although, like I said, it's not something I am actively seeking. Hmm. I think in many ways I've been a bit of a hermit these last few years. I'm happy to be making friends, allies. It's been some time. Now we actually have the chance. And he stands up. I'm afraid I have to go. But if you wanted to take a look at Whisper, let me leave it here with you. I'll come and collect it in the morning. Are... Are you sure? You can trust me, but... <laughs> then let me trust you. Good night, Brom. And he heads out of the office. Oh, God. I, like, immediately go to see if anyone is in the hall, like, seeing that he left. Nope. All right. Well, then, I'm going to close the door, and I'm going to very ginger, well, you know, carefully unsheathe, whisper, and see... Well, what I can discern about it. I don't want to infuse it with glamour in case it, you know, explodes or whatever. Well, we'll have to let that wait ah. for another time. You take out... You take out Whisper. 
and it tells you. <laughs> what? It tells you everything. You've forgotten everything <laughs> about pet. Fuck. <laughs> oh, thank Diamondback reminded me. Thank you, Diamondback. Dargon. Pargon. Penance, man. <laughs> and I still have one more player to go. <gasps> so whether or not things happened the way they were supposed to, whether or not the right people got what they deserved or what they wanted, sometimes, sometimes it's a wonderful holiday. Aww. Sometimes it ain't. Your questions coming up in John's Fancy Corner in just a moment. Just finishing up some notes. You guys are welcome to discuss what you think you might like for play of the game, but it is not an official play of the game. This isn't an official session. Unofficial. Yeah, I got. I got to give it to you. That was very well done. I did not see how you were going to get out of it. Uh, well, I will say, John botched the shit out of that roll. Oh, I fucking botched the fuck out of that fucking fuck. <laughs> Holy shit! There were three ones in that sucker. Whoa! Yikes. Yeah. So he just passed the fuck out. That was. Yep. That's how that goes. Because sometimes you get lucky. Well, sometimes people get unlucky. I should say. As we all know. Sophia got lucky. Hey, so, ho, ho, what the? Because, because there's a chance that Kate will be able to do a bonus session of her own, I will ask you what you learned today. Because if all three of you manage to complete a bonus session, you will get experience for this. So, Scott, what did you learn? Um, I learned that... Uh, Zeron is a real bro. That Kenwin is a real dick. And I, I, more seriously, more seriously, I learned that uh, um, Brom's, you know, like um, house flaw, I think, drives him a lot. Like he really values loyalty and you know and uh, respect. And seeing people throw that under the bus is really shitty. He doesn't like it. All right, now. Let me ask, what did you learn about Sophia's side? What she did, what happened with her? What did I learn about Sophia? Yeah, Scott, specifically, not Brom. Um. Kung Fu Fenris and Captain Daff, um, there are plenty of NPCs out there, but this is a bonus session, and it's... They'll be around. People can still talk to them. Just Yeah, we're going we're gonna to see him again. Um, well, I, I wrote down what I thought was kind of like the most, the, what the most interesting Sophia quote. So I guess what I learned is that, I think I guess I already knew that Sophia is more interested in helping people reach her standard than she is in like actually kind of improving people or helping okay. them improve themselves. That's, that's my opinion. All right. This opinion is not held by everyone at this table. <laughs> Elizabeth, what did you learn? Um, uh, two two things. So the first is that uh, Sophia has, I don't think, 
she's rarely, if ever, um, been given the opportunity to, uh, be like, uh, a sassy or cutting in like a court, in a courtly politeness kind of way. Mm -hmm. And I think she's realized, like, when that happened, not only was she like, yeah, that felt good, but yeah, I think I could be good at this. So I think that's like, that's That's a very cool thing to learn. Cutting cutting down Kenwin was like, ooh, I could do that again. And what Um, else did you learn? And she also (laughs) learned that things are going to be interesting working in such close proximity to Kyoko um, now that they've slept together and she's curious and cautious about what's like how that's going to change the dynamic if it changes it at all okay interesting and what did you learn about Brom uh learned that um you would think that he would just punch Kenwin for the disrespect that Kenwin showed him but he was able to find a way around it without turning everything into like a brawl and that was very surprising and if Sophia had been there she would have been impressed less so that you you ruined my beautiful lake (laughs) fuck you but okay that's fine (laughs) Uh, the crosshair you can certainly you can DM me um if you're looking about puka and speaking patterns, uh, I'm going to point out a couple of things. One for each of you. The first is that I'll point out that playing puka mm. is is one of the things that I really enjoy. It is not easy to stay on top of them for anyone. And I would say that I'm not sure anyone has figured her out yet. But maybe. I can't read all of your minds. Second thing I'll say is that I am fascinated by what happened here. Um, But my question is, Liz, do you think that the botch was being presented with Incisor or Kyoko? I don't know. Scott. Yes? Do you think that being left with the sword is a good thing? No. No. I I feel like Braum has a really good track record of being like, no, no one crosses my bridge, you know? Like, you know, jo- jokes aside. But a really bad um, uh, history in terms of other people being like, yoink, you know what I mean? Just other circumstances fucking things up. Guys, thanks so much for tuning into this bonus session. We are can ending... I, can ahead. I address Diamondback's question? Just because been waiting so patiently yeah go ahead um so this was the question from diamondback um sorry and i think that sophia would like to think that things that she doesn't find beautiful but that the creator of the the piece finds beautiful is good enough therefore must be beautiful i think that she definitely struggles with it a big uh, example of that would be when she went back to Pierre Luc and oh my god LOI get off that uh, and I rolled and it was a terrible roll and as a result I gained no glamour from the piece of art that he made so I choose to reconcile that as being he was very proud of it and she didn't feel a connection to it and it bothered her but it's something that she's trying to work on she's aware that it's a problem 
I like that answer. Um, hey, Scott. Hi. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow is Monday. Normally, it's a Method Monday. But you know what? It's Thanksgiving weekend, and I'm giving thanks by just hanging out. Uh, you can join <laughs> me at 4 p.m. EDT. I'm going to be streaming just, just, a, just a chill stream. I, I, it's Civ 6. I kind of want to play Civ 6 oh, with you guys. If it'll, if it'll not, you know, explode everything. Tuesday, we may or may not have a stream from our good friend Julian Stambouli. Watch Twitter to find out. On Wednesday, there's a solid chance that I might be able to convince Kate to come along and actually finish out what she's got going on for Pennons. See how Patches ends up. That might be Wednesday. It might also be Thursday, as Thursday will be Kate's day to stream Catch Up Kate. But Friday... <gasps> Punchy! Punchy! And Saturday. Pretty sure Story Saturday is happening. Pretty sure Story Day is happening. Um, Wednesday, you can also catch JT Silver. He might actually have his new rig up and running for Noctis's non-canon mm, VR adventures. Yes. Which will be nice to see him being able to stream without running into those issues that he unfortunately has been plagued with. You can also catch Captain Daff probably streaming right after this. Which he'll be able to see there. And finally, uh, I believe that uh, Nohijin might be trying to finish Portal 2 at some point. If she didn't finish it this today, I unfortunately couldn't catch it. No matter what, though, next Sunday, right here, day seven, an actual full session of Changeling the Streaming. Thanks, as always, to our moderators. She who knows 10,000 things and echoes through song. Captain Daff, Aragwen, thanks so much for tuning in. Alongside the rest of you, a whole bunch of you re-upped your subscriptions today. Thank you so much for that. It's doing that that will help keep this stream going. I'm happy. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Don't fall in the lake. Don't shit where you eat.